Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 13, which starts with uh, the rest of the line that ended the previous minute, which is, and the rest of them are showing up anyway, <laughs> uh, and ends with Bilbo putting down a map in his study and looking a bit huffy. Yeah, a little put out. Yeah. Kind of twitchy. And uh, we get what I believe is the rest of Bilbo's narration. Yeah. Uh, over part of this minute, mm. where he, he says there'll always be a Baggins in Bag End. Mm. There's um, always been a Baggins living under the hill. In Bag, Bag End. And there always will be. Which he's wrong about. Well, but, you know. Uh, and there's there's a few other things in this minute that are kind of iconic. We get that first, if you were watching this in the theater, or if you were to like see trailers of this that first wide shot of Hobbiton. Of the cart going over the yeah. hill with the with the little cobblestone right. wall on each side. That nice wide shot. Mm-hmm. Um which is really pretty. It is pretty. Uh and without concerning Hobbits, it's the only real like big look you get at Hobbiton. Like the only wide shot I think. Other than I think there there there's a little with the party set up right. still in the theatrical so you get to see a little bit of Hobbiton. But this is the only wide shot, I think, that's in the theatrical version. It's I really like it. Yeah. You can really tell, like, the effort. It's almost... The effort that they put into it looks effortless. Yeah. Uh, it just looks well, that's, so... Well, that's what they're going for. Right. It looks so organic and so picturesque. If you've done something right, people should wonder whether you've done anything at all. That's true. But like I don't know. That just you know that just calls to question like why would I even bother then? <laughs> uh, why people need to know how much I slaved over. This. <laughs> <laughs> people need to know. And the effect really comes through. The groan in effect mm. it really comes through, especially like in little ways, like the way that grass is kind of peeking through the cobblestone wall right. and coming over the top of or it, or the way it just moves in the wind. Yeah, which. Ian McKellen mentions in the commentary that shot of him coming down the cart. Right. It he was says really that windy. it was windy that day, which you can't really see in the movie, but it, they had a hard time keeping the hat on his head, his big pointy hat. I feel like that hat is like two, three feet tall. <laughs> it has to be. It's, Maybe it's two. at least a foot and a half. It's pretty outlandish. Yeah. And uh, apparently they stored it in a trash can. Yeah, like upside down like upside in a trash down, can. So it just stayed pointy. Yeah. That's efficient. Yeah, right? Efficient hat, hat storage. Um. <laughs> so this this whole minute is basically more hobbits doing hobbity things and the cart. Yeah. Uh, we get to see Lighting Guy again, the guy yeah, that was picking guy. his ear. We get to see him kind of like finish that off and, kind of and look, look around. Kind of like squinty and look at the distance. <laughs> Did anyone see me just do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's cool about the cart is it's really our first genuine force perspective shot yeah. of the movie. Because Frodo is a, a little over a couple feet behind yeah. Gandalf. So. And I think it's really cool that they have, um, they made three carts, like a Gandalf size one. A Frodo size one. And then one. like an oversized Frodo size one. And then a cart that's like them both cut in half and glued both. together. Yeah. Um, so that one must be huge. Yeah. 
It had because when you, what you're looking at in that forced perspective shot, Ian McKellen is only really si- sitting on like a partial seat, mm. so that he's hiding the cut behind him. Oh, so like he goes over the Gandalf side scale of that cart, yeah, and hides the back of it. I like that for the Gandalf scale. It's this rickety thing that yeah. he's probably had for like fifty years. It's probably the same cart he showed up with in The Hobbit. Does he show up in a cart? Well, he brings. Well, he, I think he walks. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, he like scratches actually. Bilbo's door, and Bilbo's like, "What up? <laughs> What's what is this vandalism? Yeah, you foul wizard, you foul beastie." Um. <laughs> so Elijah Wood is sitting in that shot with both of them in the cart what because is- I assume the 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 wide shot we are just talking about is the Gandalf size one with Kieran or or Paul with him. with Elijah. Either way, right. Um. So it's like, you know, one of the body doubles and the actor mm-hmm. in, I feel like it would be the regular size cart because that makes more sense than having like the giant Frodo size uh, Yeah, I guess it would have to be because they probably built the, the stone. Because in order that to get- That little road had to be built right. at normal scale. In order to get the scope of the Shire as well, because the cart is kind of dwarfed, which is funny. Yeah. It's kind of dwarfed by the Shire. Yes. Uh so you get the full scope of, you know, how beautiful Hobbiton is. Hmm. Um, so I think that that must be the case. So Kiernan. It's Kier- probably Kieran and Ian. That's hard. Kieran, not Kiernan. Kieran. Yeah. Kieran okay. Shaw. I keep wanting to say Kiernan. Um, and the, but the one where they're, they're both head on. Yeah. Is the split cart. Is the split cart. And. The angle that the camera's at, you can't even tell. Yeah, because it's just slightly off to the side that Ian is on. Mm. So it's like hiding the perspective of the cart, that whole side, so that all you can really see is the back of Frodo's half of the cart and his post. Right. So it looks pretty good. And the, the, the effect that this gives you, when Frodo finally leaves the cart, mm-hmm. because he is a couple feet behind Ian, and we, we haven't seen him leave the cart yet. But when he leaves, that's not like a cut to a double. He's further behind, so he looks smaller when he leaves the cart, right. despite the scale not being different for him. I think it's really cool that they figured out all this force perspective stuff, because it's it's literally just like a magic trick. <laughs> Barry Osborne talked the the uh, production... He's the production manager or something. He's one of the executive producers. Mm. He talks about how they like walked around with like a puppet head of Gandalf, like walking around sets trying to figure out the force perspective. And that I believe that uh, the entire scene of Gandalf and Bilbo in Bag End Mm -hmm. is on the DVD to watch of them doing that in Bag End. Oh my God. With the head puppet. We need to watch that. (laughs) It's great. That's incredible. Yeah. I think, I think he, it goes. It goes from that. I think there's that, and I think there's also him talking with Frodo and Bag End, and like Sam, the Sam mm, reveal up through the window and everything yeah. too, which is fantastic. Because the the Bag End is a lot of uh, the Bag End. There's a lot of forced perspective in Bag End. Yeah, that's what um, I meant to say. <laughs> I can point even without like the commentary. I can point out where a lot of the forced perspective is in this movie mm-hmm. because I've seen the commentaries a lot. Right. I don't have to watch to refresh myself. Like, pretty much any time you see a hobbit at a table is forced perspective. It's not blue screen. Right. Because they build, like, a big oversized table, and then they cut to, like, And then a, they, a they really cut the long, table in half. Yeah. And they move it back, and they hide it with stuff. Normal-sized person. 
Yeah. I just think it's incredible that how did they balance that cart? The one that that is half and half because the the That's pole a great question. the pole is so big. I I don't know. I I haven't seen a picture of what that cart looks like with nothing on it. It's very lopsided, I would I, imagine. I wonder if because of the angle we see it, the wheels are still in the right place. So it's like this weird Franken cart. Yeah. <laughs> Because they know they was like on the Frodo side, the wheel is like still like two feet ahead of him. Yeah, to balance it out because that post is gigantic. It's huge. I feel like it would just bog the. And how big is that horse? Well, I mean, the horse is named this horse. I know, but we never see Elijah with a horse. Okay, that's true. Are you sure? Not in this shot. Okay. Huh. They get it, like a Clydesdale up in here. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they use Clydesdales for a couple things. Right. Uh, or apparently anytime you see Bill the Pony in this movie, mm -hmm. which is very few times, but you don't see his face, it's two guys in a suit. <laughs> the only scene I really remember seeing Bill the Pony in is the one right before Moria. Yeah, where they send him home. Yeah. Uh, but, and apparently that's true of, like, some other horses, too, throughout the movie. Like, if you don't see the horse's face and it's just, like, it's the just legs. Two guys in a suit. Or it's just, like, the legs are just, like, it's back end. It's, like, two guys in a suit. So do they have, like, a patsy person with coconuts? Just, like... <laughs> like <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, Peter Jackson's all about that low-tech special right? effect. Is it really... I mean, I guess at the time it would be cheaper to do. Because now, with the... Advanced in technology, it's cheaper to do CGI than it is to do practical stuff. For the most part, yeah. Um, but I guess this would be the turning point where it would be yeah, more cost-effective, mo way more time-consuming, but a little more cost-effective to do practical stuff like this. The practical effects really come through. This movie is like the perfect showcase to be like, don't use digital effects mm -hmm. unless you absolutely have to. I don't know, though. Like Now that I think about it, though, because they had to make at least... Three or four different copies of every single costume, every single prop. At least for the nine. Like, the nine members of the Fellowship, they had to do a scale double, a stunt double, and a regular. Yeah. For everybody. So, at least three. And in the case of, like, um, in the case of, like, the Hobbits, mm. I don't think all of their body doubles are also their stunt doubles for the scale ones. Right. So I think there's also probably another scale stunt double for a couple of the other Hobbits. Well, I know... Because Kieran um, does his own stunts. Yeah. But I don't think all of the Hobbit-sized doubles do. Right. Because if they have, like, kids right. as the doubles. There were kid doubles, too, I think. I think they talk about that in the appendices. Is it this minute where we see Peter Jackson's kids? One. Okay. It's the next one. I love kids. I think we see his kids for the first time in that minute. Yeah, when they're chasing... Chasing the cart. But... Yeah, they're chasing the cart. Um, what else, what else we got in this minute? Uh, Frodo talking about Bilbo acting strange. Yeah. The first hint that something's wrong. And, and Gandalf gives him that great face. and oh, Yeah. Oh. He's kind of like. Well, I don't know. I don't know hard. what you're talking about. I, I, Ian McKellen's acting is so great because he. Despite having the prosthetic, he has such an expressive face. Yeah. It's good. He, uh, he manages to convey so much with no words at all. With just little noises and and little and facial tics. And I can't even... 
explain because he's, he's holding something in his hand, so it's all his face. Right, and it's really hard to kind of encapsulate what he's communicating. Yeah, in word, like wordlessly, like translating that into words is hard. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of hear him say at one point, like, oh, oh, "I'll be," just like under his breath. Right. Um, but I think that's really cool that he's able to communicate so much with so little. Yeah. Because, you know, there's kind of like this shock and suspicion and just a confirmation that he's been kind of like mulling this over for a while. And I think when Gandalf meets up with Bilbo, um, that is even like his suspicions are more than confirmed. Yeah. Um, but you kind of see. Frodo knows. But you kind of see all of that happen on his face in less than two seconds. Yeah. And that's crazy. It's very good. It's very good. Ian McKellen is Ian McKellen is precious. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Yes, Sir Ian McKellen. (laughs) Have you ever seen that skit? Uh, I forget what show it was. It's like this British comedy skit thing, where they had I forget I forget the name of the show. It's it escapes me. But they always had celebrity guests, and there's that bit where you know they're like, oh Ian or Sir Ian, like give us a uh, like a master class in acting or something and he kind of like does a line as gandalf because it was when the movies were getting big it's like the early 2000s so he does a line as gandalf and he's just like okay here's my process sir ian sir ian sir ian sir ian you shall not pass sir ian sir ian sir ian and i'm like <laughs> you need i need to find it i can't remember the name of the show but i've seen <laughs> It's so funny. He's puff so good. yourself up. Yeah. Let it it's, it's kind of, I don't know. Sometimes I, I imagine that I could be an actor and then I watch stuff like this and I'm just like, nah, I don't got it. Mm. I don't got it. He's so good. <laughs> yes. He's very good. Uh, so is Ian Holm. Ian Holm's also very expressive for very little screen time mm. in, this, in these little bits. And Elijah Wood is a, a wonderfully talented actor as well. I feel like he hasn't been in a lot. No, he hasn't. And I, but I, I can't imagine these movies with anyone but Elijah Wood right. in like the main role. And I can't imagine these like Gandalf yeah. not being Ian McKellen. I mean, Gandalf. I, I guess there was only like one other actor considered for the role of Gandalf, but he wasn't. It's not anyone any, with anywhere near as big a name as Ian McKellen. Do you know? So it's, uh, or at least not in the U.S. I don't think yeah. Patrick McGuhan. McGuhan, I don't know. How, I don't know. McGuhan, I don't really McGuin. know how to say people's names that are like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know how to say people's names. Those aren't not that aren't that aren't my name. <laughs> right, exactly. You're, you're you're correct. Me, Tarzan. You, Patrick McGuhan. <laughs> McGuhan. Um, and I, I guess Jake Gyllenhaal was someone that wanted to be Frodo or audition for the part. Weird. Yeah, which which is really interesting. I can't. I can't even begin to imagine this movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, That's so weird. Then there's just like a a bunny rabbit, right? A man rabbit somewhere. uh, Why are you following Frodo? Why are you in that Hobbit suit? (laughs) (laughs) I wish the ring had never come to me. And this is Snarky Rabbit in the background instead of Sam. That's so weird. That movie's bizarre. It is. 
I think that about wraps it up for this one. Yeah. We can talk so. more about Ian Holm next tomorrow because that's his kind of first. There's like 35 straight seconds of just Ian Holm on the screen right. next week. Yeah. So that's a good. Back tomorrow, not next week. <laughs> what is time? I do not know. <laughs> but uh, where can they find us? Uh, we're online at duelinggenre.com. You can contact us at contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. You can find us on Twitter at LOTR Minute, Tumblr at LOTRMinute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook. You should leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Also on Dueling Genre, you can find uh, The Doctor's Companion with Cassandra, Scott, and Nick, uh, who talk about classic and new who. Scott and Nick also host Back to the Future Minute, and the three of them also work on Geek by Night, a, uh, a radio drama about some geeks that gain superpowers mm. uh you can support us on patreon if you're so inclined and have money to throw things you like uh at duelinggenre.com slash support uh we have a one-time donation button and there's merchandise for other podcasts currently and hopefully us very soon and as always as, as always <laughs> special thanks to our patreon associate producer leaper 182 uh, i hope everyone has an all right hump day and gets through to tomorrow Hump day. They Wednesday. go over the hump yeah. into the Hobbiton. That's true. We go over the hump into the Hobbiton. <laughs> in, into the Hobbiton. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's okay. See you later. <laughs> Bye.